I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, you're going to cut that out, aren't you? Please, please. Cut that out. Oh, no, I'm ruined. Uh, so, at the cutting room floor. Uh, anyway. So, uh, yeah, and I decided to watch it, and I was kind of, it started off cool, and I was like, okay, yeah, it's kind of freaky, and there's, you know, Ethan Hawke's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, it, it gets pretty shit towards the end, and then the ending is just flat out dumb and retarded and well, lame. Well, I didn't think it was dumb, actually. No, it is, because I said it. Well, that's just spoiler alerts for the movie Sinister that yeah. came out 2012. 2012. But, so it starts off, and Ethan Hawke is a crime writer, mm-hmm. true crime. Yeah. And he goes to his house, and he's like, Honey, let's go to the house. Nothing bad happened. Are you sure, Ethan? Yeah. By the way, the wife in it was a real bitch, wasn't she? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Oh, did anyone get murdered in the house? Woo-hoo. He's like, shut up. Yeah. We're oh, British accents. Our children are traumatised now because babies were murdered in the attic or whatever. Oh, wait, that's Mark... Ro- Shut up, you dumb cunt. That's Mark Rylance's cousin right there. Oh, yeah. okay. A fucking little Nepo baby right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she was very annoying. She was, you know. You know... Fucking like Skylar White. Like, yes. Know, oh, stop selling drugs. Oh, you know. Oh, stop it, cunt. Women are always getting in the way of my drug yeah. dealing and, uh, <laughs> and my true crime writing. I'd be a famous author if it wasn't for dumb women. Yeah. It's all the dumb women that don't like true crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so he goes to the house, but turns out. A family were hung in this house. They yes. found a family hung from a tree. A whole family. Four of them. But one girl was missing. Yes. Okay. And he's gone there to find out the truth. Yeah. And then very early on, he finds a, a creaky floorboard and there's tapes underneath. Well, and it, all the tapes are like... It, uh, well, they're what? all like 8 millimeter uh, films. Super 8. Yeah, yeah, super 8 films. And they're all labeled pretty innocently like barbecue. Uh-huh. Uh, summertime, you know. Swimming pool. Yeah. Oh, these, these are probably nice. Yeah. That's what you thought, yeah. isn't it? But then the old subversion, yeah. Brian. So I heard hanging around with family. I thought they must have been chilling with family. But yeah. instead they meant hanging like rope, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so he watches one, and it's the family being hung, and it's a very creepy image, isn't it? It's the very fo- slow. Yeah, it's very slow, and it's kind of like a sort of a Rube Goldberg machine. There's like a saw tied to the branch, and the wind is blowing the saw yeah. that eventually it cuts it, and they start yeah. hanging. It's a real Wallace and Gromit invention. <laughs> Oh, more hanging grommet. Do, 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 as the family are raised up. Uh, you know, grommet's like making a face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, grommet, they've eaten me cheese and hanged the babies from the tree. Do, 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 Is that evil penguin? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so Ethan Hawke finds all these, like, snuff movies in the attic of different families being murdered. So there's that family are hung from a tree, another family are burned alive, there's another family who are drowned in the swimming pool. I felt the actual tapes, the first one was so good, all the other ones paled in comparison. Yeah. Like, the other ones were like, they're in a, they get pulled into a pool or something like that. I just yeah. felt a bit silly, you know? It wasn't like dramatic at all. I would have liked the dress tapes were just like very basic, just like murders, like someone getting stabbed or just, something like or that. Or someone with a hammer to the face. That's it, yeah, more basic stuff. Yeah. You know, they were a little bit too silly and like the first one you accept because it's so well done. The rest of it's like, uh, it wasn't out. They're like, um, 
there's a bowling ball and they drop the bowling ball in a car and the car explodes. No, and that I'm joking didn't happen. A bit. I'm exactly You're being facetious I'm, and I don't appreciate I'm it. I'm being a little bit facetious um, right there, yeah. But you won't allow that at all, will no, you? No, no, we're talking about Ethan Hawke Don't here. disrespect Scott Derrickson. <laughs> well, fair play for remembering his name. By the way, Scott Derrickson, interesting IMDb. So mm-hmm. he's first film, he's director of Sinister. First film was like, uh, Hellraiser, like Hellraiser 9 or something like that. Uh-huh. Direct to DVD fucking sequel. That yeah, which I, you've probably watched. I haven't, but I've seen a clip of it and it looks like we shot it out in Fingless, all right? <laughs> <laughs> On my phone. All right, that pal, I'm a bleeding Hellraiser, so I am. You just see a junkie with a needle in its arm. Yeah. Look, it's Hellraiser. Yeah. It's, it's the Cenobites. <laughs> he wants the Cenobites want a euro off me. <laughs> Why do you need to go stay in a hostel? You're from another realm, another dimension. And then the success of that, I think like people look at you like, oh, he can hold a camera at least, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Then they gave him another low budget movie called The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. And that did pretty well, you know, low budget, made some money, you know. Is it tied to like The Exorcist No, franchise? no, it's completely... Uh, okay. Yeah, just The Exorcism, use the word exorcism. Uh-huh. His next film, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Uh-huh. The Keanu Reeves, like, what, $90 million budgeted uh, epic movie with, like, the aliens and yeah. destroy all the Earth. It's like all. a remake of that 50s one that was, yeah, like, yeah. A, kind of very well regarded. And it's a huge, big budget. You know what that kind of thing? The alien comes to Earth. He's like, I must, you know, he's like, you know. Yeah. They are coming. and it's like I am here to have sex with your white women. <laughs> Where are the white bitches at? That's a different movie. Yeah. Line <laughs> them hoes up in two, bruh. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Ba- I'm dead ass. Gonna smash. It was too ahead of his time. That's I'm dead ass fitting to smash. Cause I got the riz. F R F R. That's where that, all this f- fancy bumbo jumbo came from the space aliens. It's giving vibes. You know? I'm serving cunt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, wait, wait, I've never heard anyone else say that except you. You, 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 you don't hang out with gay guys. I guess. <laughs> I thought I did. Oh, You're uh, hanging out with a Millwall fans. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let's fucking have it, lads. Yeah. We're serving cunt tonight, boys. <laughs> um, so after the day the earth stood still, underperformed. He goes lower budget again, does Sinister yeah. right there. And Sinister was written by a guy called, uh, I think it's C. Cargill or something like that. And Cargill used to be a film critic that I would actually watch online. Wow. Yeah, yeah. He when on a was website, this? Uh, 2007 or so. So you were watching movie critics in 2007 online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlo, what age were you? I know whatever the fuck I was probably I'd go I'd go home from secondary school you know yeah and I'll be like screw the bullies <laughs> yeah we need to get we need to bring back more bullying stories that's what the fans love I actually, I actually was said to you before I didn't get bullied that much because so many other freaks around <laughs> that are easy prey I was like the antelope the ant I was like the the deer with a limp all right okay but there's other deers no legs uh, right they were also autistic sure so it, I could kind of like you know look at him mm-hmm. look. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's self-harming. Bully him. Yeah, know? yeah. Run Look, away. He, he's doing the work for you. <laughs> yeah. And I run away and watch a, a website called Spill.com. Jesus Christ. There's some movie nerds out there are like, whoa, it takes me back. Spill.com. Uh-huh. That was the good days, dude, you know? It's like 4chan shit. 
No, it's just movies. No, 4chan was, was, 4chan was too cool for me. 4chan, 4chan was awesome. 4chan was all race science and yeah, like, you know, yeah. head measurements. <laughs> and uh, Spill.com was all like, what do you think of The Dark Knight? Was the best, bestest movie ever or just really, really good? <laughs> I think it was the best ever, dude. <laughs> Cesar Romero or Heat Ledger? You decide. <laughs> Don't make me choose. Wow, Her- is that... We, we mentioned Cesar Romero in the last one, too. We're, are we going for a, a record here? A, a Guinea World Wreck? The Guinea Wreck? <laughs> That's what I call the Guinness World Book, or the Guinea Wreck. Oh, I thought you were being racist to no, Italians no, right there. No, no, I mean, yeah. I probably am. A WAP, a WAP wreck. <laughs> That's a, a wreck of WAP. Uh, okay, so spilled.com. Yeah, yeah, and he was a web, he was a, a reviewer on that, and then he left to write a movie, and it was Sinister. Okay. So Sinister did well, and then the guys went on to Doctor Strange. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And then they... Uh, did the black phone. Mm-hmm. So they're a little combo right there. Yeah, and Ethan Hawke's in that too. Yeah, Ethan Hawke is a... But back yeah, to Sinister. sinister yeah. So he finds the tapes and then he's like, I could call the police, but I'm going to do my own investigation. I'm going to solve this crime. Right. You know? There's like all these murders could be connected. Yeah. And also there's like little weird symbols in all the videos. Yes. Right there. What did you think of Sinister? I've I mean, given you the I've given them the premise right there. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I liked it. There was a few creepy moments, you know, and I was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm st- I'm seeing why this is like well regarded among horror fans. But then for me, the third act just really kind of fell flat. It felt very dumb. What do you think of uh fucking uh, pile? What's his name? Uh, Kingpin like showing up on Zoom, be like, um, it's called Bagool. Oh um, yeah. yeah. What's his name again? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, he shows yeah. up like, uh, let me explain the Bagul. Bagul. Uh. Yeah, so it, it turns out that it's like, you know, this uh, ancient demon from Babylonian times who steals the souls of children. Yeah. So we find out all the families are connected in a weird way. They all like, so the first family lived in a house and then they moved to another house and died there. Then a second family moved. You know, they're all connected. Yeah, yeah. So all the families always die except for one child. Mm-hmm. So the one child's always taken or whatever. And Ethan Hawke starts to notice like the weird face of the, what's the name? Bagool. Bagool yeah. Yeah. And, you know, kind of once it gets more into the like, you know, s- you know, supernatural shit, it just got sillier. And I don't know. I kind of lost Would you interest. liked it to be a little bit. Uh, more uh, kind of like subtle or maybe more like up, open to interpretation not just yeah. full on Bagool yes, here yeah? Yeah, hey yeah. my name is Bagool and I'm here to say <laughs> yo my name's Bagool don't wear it out yeah yeah he's called Beetlejuice it's just Michael Keaton <laughs> he's just coming in on a skateboard you know um, so the kind of thing is the twist is turns out all the families get murdered after they leave the initial house. Yes. The house that Eaton Hawk is in. Yeah. And they leave and go to Sacramento. And that's when the officer's like, oh, guess, you know, officer so-and-so. Yes. Do you like him? I do like him. Well, guess what? He's the star of Sinister 2. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. He gets to... Take I've the- seen his cock ejaculate. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Sinister, I felt... Uh, what? Why are you looking at me like I that? Know, I just, I just say like, you know... God, you got that photographic memory. I've seen it. <laughs> Have you not seen it? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were a movie fan. <laughs> I know. What's it called? Ken Bone or whatever it's called? Ken it? Park. Yeah. It's Ken... a Larry Clark, Harmony Corrine film. Yeah, yeah. And he does an asphyxi wank. He like, 
So it's like a wide shot. I've talked about it many times. You've talked about it many times. And I will continue to talk about it's it. It's great having you at a dinner party. Ad nauseum. At a dinner party. It's, it's me, Chomsky, <laughs> the Hitchens that's still alive, you know. <laughs> oh, Peter Hitchens. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And I don't know... Uh, uh, fucking Kevin Smith and yeah. all the intellectuals all right I'm, I'm, we're not allowed to ask Chomsky about his ties to Epstein <laughs> no uh, focus on capitalism that's bad not pedophilia Chomsky right now is more skin spot than human have yeah, you seen man. him recently he's he like, is a disgusting he's Bagul he's he Bagul. is full on Bagul <laughs> oh, I love it like, turns out it's actually just Chomsky's hiding out there yeah Our American imperialism is bad <laughs> So it turns out Bagul is, uh, wait, should I finish the, i seen his cock ejaculate? No, no, you okay. didn't fill in the rest themselves. All right. It turns out uh, the house is the key, Bagul's in the house, we yeah. leave the house, Bagul uh, gets you. minions. But the thing is, Bagul, so that Vincent D'Onofrio is like a whatever, uh, you know, a fucking... A Bagulist. Yes, <laughs> he's a ghoulist, he, he studies all things ghoul, <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like... So it's Bagul steals the souls of children, but he can also live in images. Yeah. So there used to be like paintings, and then there was obviously photographs, and now we're seeing films, like little home movies. So the ghost or the spirit or the demon, whatever the fuck, can actually live in the images. So there was a cool little creepy moment where Ethan Hawke had like a freeze frame of Bagul's face. Yes. Then Ethan Hawke looks away and then the face on the computer screen actually turns and looks. Very simple but effective. Yes. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. So far I liked it. Now what do you not like about the ending now? Because I actually was, I went along for the ride okay. and at the end I was like, hey, I'm okay with it. Yes. So the big twist ending is all the kids that went missing. So that was the thing. Every family that died, every member died except one kid who was never seen again. Turns out they're being controlled by Bagul and it's actually the kids that do the murders. The kids murder their own family members and then I guess they get taken into the images into the images yeah into the spirit world or whatever i don't know just for me it just felt very like oh really oh okay that's kind of dumb yeah and now i feel kind of an idiot for watching this i would like it if it's a little bit more like the child murders and you don't know exactly why a child yeah. you know, or all right no but ghouls is kind of a it's a dumb name and it looks a, a bit weird dumb doesn't it? name and you know what he really the face looked like um one of the Slipknot masks, like the guitarist it for Slipknot. Did, yeah. And I could, like, any time I just saw his face, I just heard Slipknot, and I was like, I'm so cool. I was like, where's I, Slipknot? Like, I push my fingers into my eyes. We're like, where's Slipknot? Yeah. But you're not a Slipknot. <laughs> where's Slipknot? Uh, yeah, if you end with Slipknot, would you be like, hey, you know what? A cameo from Slipknot. Yeah. Now that's where they went wrong. It's Mr. Slipknot himself. <laughs> Hello, kids. It's me, Mr. Slipknot. And I'm a pretty rocking dude. But you know what's not cool? Teenage pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um even just like the murders. I would like if they got hung at the end. Kind yes, of like full circle. That's the thing. thing yeah. You're right as well. The hanging was such a cool murder that like the burning and well, there was that one where they they're tied in beds and you slit the throat. Well, yeah, yeah, I take it back. That was simple and just nice and effective. I like that, yeah, but then there was one where we see somebody's face get run over by a lawnmower, and that's just yeah. ridiculous. That like, was like even Jigsaw. Yeah. Be like that's a little silly. <laughs> 
Who is it? Like a sinister gardener? It's like, hey, it's me, Bagul. El Bagulio. Hey. Oh, uh. Mexican Bagul. But anyway, overall, it was pretty good. Not great, yeah. I would say. Now, sinister. I, I don't get why it's called like the scariest. You know, yeah, yeah. scientists say this is the scariest movie ever. Yeah. The original Halloween is definitely scarier yeah, than that. There's so many other scarier movies. Yeah, that, yeah. I could name, like, you know, even fucking episode of Corey is more scary. Yeah. You know? uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. <laughs> Terrifying. Oh, God, yeah. How long do we get a sequel to that? That seems like a matter of time. A uh, Hulu sequel. Yeah. I get. I bet we get, like, a Daniel Radcliffe cameo. Yeah. Oh, I can picture it right now, yeah. Uh, but, but they have menopause at their 40th high school reunion. Yeah, oh, it writes itself. Yeah. Writes itself. But anyway, back to something like a real cinema okay so now sinister 2 you one-upped me here yeah. as you are one to do yeah, it's yeah. like yeah i can't beat you in a strength or penis size competition <laughs> <laughs> but so sinister 2 is hated by the way okay and i kind of came in you know a bit i'm a contrarian all right i was sure. like i bet it's actually good yeah i bet it's actually great and all these all these queers can't understand <laughs> bagul you know i understand bagul way more you yeah. know i'm so Fucking, I'm fucking gay for Bagul, I'm so man. fucking dark and yeah. twisted. I am like a demon yeah. because I want to steal children yeah. too. I'm Bagooling. <laughs> I'm going to Bagool yeah. on your tits. So Sinister 2 starts off with like uh, another Super 8 death thing. Mm-hmm. But this time it's someone uh, tied to a scarecrow getting burnt alive. Oh. And again, it's kind of silly and it just looks doesn't look as cool as the first one, you know? Yeah, it's probably a lot like, is it like that shitty CGI fire? Fake fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And then it turns out it's Officer So-and-So. Mm-hmm. And Officer So-and-So, he's a character in the first movie. He was like a kind of comic relief character. Kind of, yeah, like quirky. He's like a fanboy of Ethan yeah. Hawke's character. Oh my God, I love your book. Can I yeah. be in your next book? Ooh. Will you sign my book, please? Yeah. You, you want to see me jerk off? I'll do it on camera. <laughs> Yeah, he was also Ziggy in The Wire. Yes, I yeah. know him more from Ziggy than yeah. his good, jerk good off. Actor. I like yeah, him. Yeah. He was uh, he apparently he was molested by his like uh, neighbor or something in 1993, and then he became a heroin addict. What is it? It's so funny. Like in 99, in January 1993, he's molested. It's uh, called Wikipedia, Brian. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a freak. Am I? You're the fucking. Dickhead watching Sinister 2 and talking about Spill.com. I look at a Wikipedia article and I'm the freak. Go fuck yourself. Drink your whiskey and shut up. Have you drank it yet? I have, yeah. It's burning me. Oh, no. Oh, have you got a milkshake, James? I want a milkshake. I want an Oreo milkshake to mix into my whiskey. Uh, okay, so Sinister 2. Yeah, yeah. So, it starts off with his fucking jerk-off so, uh, so officer so-so. The jerk-off molested him, heroin addict. Yeah, I'm going to call him Ziggy, alright? Yeah. So, Ziggy is off the force. He's now a private detective. Okay. And his mission now is to go around to all the old Bagul houses and burn them down so no one else can live in them. Mm-hmm. That's his mission right now. But he goes to one house... It's a fucking Mexican family living there. Okay. Oh, no. You cannot burn the house. Because there's a woman, okay, Mexican woman. She's got an abusive white boyfriend, all right? And he's like, oh, I love abusing my wife. Come here, wife. But she's like, no. And she runs away with her two little children. Uh She's got two Bagul-age children. Oh, yes. Think about that later on, okay? Two little kitties. Yeah. 
So they're living in the house, and they're like, no, we are hiding from my awful husband. Please, Ziggy, do not uh, tell the police. Do not burn down my house. And he's like, well, okay, but, uh, uh, you know, I'll investigate. But then he kind of falls in love with her, you know, because oh, she's very I, hot. Okay, can yeah, I just yeah. ask, what year is this? Is this pre-Trump or post-Trump? 2015. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was is... kind of hoping the abusive white boyfriend would have a MAGA hat, you know? <laughs> no, if it was after, he would, though, okay? I'm going to build a wall around your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some funny, not funny, actually, I take it back, of him beating up the children and all that. Obviously not funny at all. Not tough, tough. It's a free one, James, so... <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I was wrong for you thinking that was funny. I apologize. <laughs> Mia culpa. So they're in this house now with Ziggy, okay? And it's haunted, of course. But here's the thing that immediately made it go turn to shit. Is there's two little Mexican children, all right? Mm-hmm. Living in the house. And one of them, he uh, it seems to be more inclined to see things. And he's a little bit... Um, He's got the shining, almost, okay. you know? The Mexican shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. shining, okay? <laughs> and these little ghost kids keep showing up. Be like, join us. Join us with the ghoul. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's in no way creepy. It's okay. full-on CBB stuff. They're like, you should join us with the Bakul Club, basically. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're not cool enough to be with Bakul like us. And he's yeah. like, I am. Well, you should kill your mom. But I don't want to kill my mom. You're a loser. Pussy. I'm not a loser. Little mama's boy. I was talking to Bagul, and he thinks you're not cool. You know, <laughs> like all this. I was like, this is so silly and stupid and not scary at yes, all. This yes. is full on like the acting in Power Rangers, all right? Like, right. yeah. But then here's a bit of laughter. Okay, so then. Did it remind you of uh, the Demon Headmaster, perhaps? It was a little bit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. dude, my man, my man, no Demon Headmaster, yeah. <laughs> I get that Demon Head <laughs> no, Brian. from my master. Don't, well, <laughs> don't disrespect a beautiful franchise. Uh, I actually read the book. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time I give you a chance to be cool, you just embarrass me. Hmm. You, you know? I... In the book, is a sequel, by the way. Yeah. And the demon headmaster is making vegetable children. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's got a cloning. He stopped being a headmaster. Now he's working with cloning. And he's making an army of vegetable children. Yeah. And I think it ends with, like, there's a... I think it's scary enough now for a children's book. There's, yeah. like, these pods openings. All these, like, other vegetable demon headmasters... <laughs> Opening up, but it's the but then they burn down the factory and they hear the screams of the vegetable men. Oh, when you say veg, does this mean retarded? Like, no, no, I mean like they're made out of vegetables. Oh, like a the, carrot, they're made out of carrots, like a <laughs> carrot boy running around. That's so funny. I was like, my my mother fell and she's a vegetable, she made out of carrots, <laughs> so I eat her, get better at eyesight. What? <laughs> One of five a day, that, ain't it? If you're fucking mum, she's a bloody cabbage, you eat a muff, and then that's good vitamins for you and nutrition, ain't it? <laughs> we're getting sidetracked, okay? Yeah. There's a funny bit anyway we're like, the sheriff shows up, and the sheriff... Back to the- Sinister 2 now. We're done with the <laughs> demon headmaster. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. Look, we'll do a whole series. Uh, if you're lucky, I'll watch the whole thing. <laughs> In one night <laughs> while driving. <laughs> um, so the sheriff shows up with the abusive boyfriend. Uh-huh. And the abusive boyfriend's like, hey, sheriff, go get her. Tell her. 
Keller. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff was like, uh, howdy, ma, ma, what do you call it? Howdy, bitch. Mm. Uh, I got a warrant here that says you got to leave your house and and get back with your ex-boyfriend. And uh, suck his uh, dick. Uh, it's the, right here, yeah, ma'am. The warrant says the whole thing. And then Ziggy comes out and was like, actually, I used to be a cop. Show me the warrant. And the sheriff's like, uh, oh, Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's like, he, he called my bluff. You said they couldn't read. <laughs> I didn't know she was banging another white dude. God uh, damn it. Uh, literally, like, the uh, the abusive boy was like, oh, shit, harder, boy. He's, like, proper, like, yeah. oh, but I want to abuse her so much. Oh, that dog of mine. <laughs> He's, like, shaking. Like, yeah. who am I going to abuse now? If your Mexican wife runs off with a retard, you might be a redneck. <laughs> And then not much happens. Then it's like a kind of a love story between Ziggy and the Mexican woman, mm-hmm. okay? Or maybe she's, I don't know, maybe she's French or something. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> so then, like, um, and it's like a lot of scary stuff was just like jump scares and all that. It's like not much content at yeah, all. Well, where's Bagul at? Is he. Bagul's jumping out every now and again. But it's like, well, I'm Bagul. Hey, yeah. hey, sweet Bagul. Yeah. Oh, you better <laughs> Gabba Bagul. Yeah. Eh? Like the Sopranos. It's voiced by Tony Cicero. <laughs> like when they killed off Brian Griffin and Family Guy and they brought in Polly <laughs> Walnuts, the dogs. Hey, it's me, Bagul. You better. Oh, what do you, th- what do you say? What do you say? Hey, what do you hear? Ah, come on, I'm Bagul. Hey, Don, I'm Bagul. <laughs> hey, Tony, you hear what I said? I'm going to eat the child's face and then eat her ass. <laughs> Tony. Um, but then anyway, like, um, I think the child goes full Bagul, little child. Mm-hmm. And he, like, he he hits his brother. He's gone mental. I think he kills the abusive dad. I think they feed him to they make a, put a rat inside his tummy. No, they put a rat in his mouth and it jumps out his tummy. Oh. I made it sound sillier than it is. It's, okay. it's pretty gory. It's the only kind of gory thing in it, you know? Right, right, right. It's not as good. Remember in Fast and Furious 2, they put the, the bucket. Yeah. That's such a good That's scene. That's a good dude. scene. If you don't know what they put... And a great movie. Yeah, yeah. And a great franchise. <laughs> and I don't care if Paul Walker was fucking a 16-year-old. He was awesome. R.I.P. Hey, to a real hey, one. Live fast, die a pedophile. <laughs> He was the real bagul, you know? <laughs> so they, if, you don't, if you haven't watched... It doesn't fat- matter if you fuck her by an inch or six inches. Pussy is pussy. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's about family. Too fast, too furious. They put... A, they, so they lie a guy down yeah. and lift up his shirt. Then they put a rat on his stomach and put a bucket over it. Yeah. And like hold a blowtorch to it so the rat starts like burying into his stomach yeah it's an awesome thing I gotta think that they have to have stolen that because that's like a legitimately good scene that's some cartel shit in an otherwise dog shit film yeah Yeah, yeah. they obviously heard that from like somewhere yeah they robbed that they were yeah yeah it's set in Miami so they probably went down to Miami did a load of coke and met some Bagools and yeah. just like, hey man, this Bagu- would be a good scene. Bagools man. is a good term for like, we don't want to you know, be getting trouble, you know. Uh, there's a bunch of bagools outside the shop <laughs> trying to sell me mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I was, trying, I was thinking, trying to give a joke about Mel Gibson there, but I'm not going to get into it now. Okay. Uh, but anyway, um, you can figure out yourself, guys. Not that hard, okay? Mm-hmm. But anyway. So the kid's killing, uh, the kid kills his abusive stepdad. Then he ties up his mother, is about to burn her. Right. Okay. 
Uh, but then, like, Officer So-and-So saves the day, and he goes to the kid, like, come on, Billy, or whatever he's called, Jose, or whatever he's called. <laughs> come on, Jose, you know, that's your mom, and you love your mom. He's like, but, Bagul, I, no, no, Bagul, I won't kill my mom. And Bagul's like, rasa, 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 you know, <laughs> okay. And then, like, they say, they run out of the house, the house burns down. Right. And this is, like, so dumb, okay? That day is saved, the family are okay. Officer so and so goes home and listens to the radio. Then the radio's like, Wah! and then Bagul jumps out the end of the radio. Basically, he jumps out from behind the radio. Oh, <laughs> thought he could only live in images though. And now it's sound as well. Okay, yeah. Well, so could... now he can do podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now sounds um, awful. Unfortunately, Sinister Two was so bad and. Did bad in the box office. Normally these things at least do well financially, you know, but did so bad it did not turn to an insidious franchise. Yeah. And you know what's bad as well? This is such a missed opportunity. You know that Blum guy who runs Blum House? Jason Blum. Yeah, he had yes. big plans for Insidious. No way, that's not right. In what? In Sinister? In Sinister, that's a yeah. I was like, like a crossover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. Bagul and Mr. Sidious. Forever. I've never seen a single Insidious movie. I haven't either. Uh, the one I'm kind of half seeing right now saw the last one. She said it was okay. Okay. But I, I don't trust her judgment. No, don't. Hey, you know the last one, by the way? It's the highest grossing in the franchise, directed by Mr. Patrick Wilson. I like Patrick Wilson. He's directing now. He's good. Yeah, he's like the main guy in those. He's like the guy like, uh, honey, there's an insidious outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's no, just oh, the delivery boy, oh, Patrick Bale. Oh, oh, la-di-da, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> it's insidious here. I mean, it's terrible. I have a feeling that that ghost is an anti-Semite. I don't know. I can just sense it, you know. He said, Jew like to eat children. Jew like to eat children. I knew, I knew that's what he said. Um, yeah, so I might watch all the insidious movies. Now yeah, well. do it, man. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah, and then yeah. What no, choice do you have? Uh, yeah, and then I'll make my own fan fiction. You know, <laughs> well, I've insidious was on Snapchat, uh, <laughs> and then Bagul is like me. Yeah. I, I like Patrick Wilson. You know, he's kind of, you know. He's doing well with those. He's done the Conjuring and the Insidious movies. Oh, really? He's Mr. Conjuring. Is Damn. He? Yeah, in the Conjuring, he's the guy with Vera from Munger. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they show up like, um, you got a Conjuring here. Wait, so what's the plot of... An, the, the Conjuring is like they're ghost hunters or they're something? Ghosts, they're based on a real-life couple who like... Like, you know, oh. went to a house like, ah, oh, chair moved. <laughs> but in the, in this movie, they're like always fighting demons and like, yo, the the portal to hell is open, honey. I'm going to try and pop a wheelie and throw a crucifix into it. Yeah. You know, and like all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Insidious, and like... And little Ray Howard there is like, God damn, man. Patrick Wilson, you want some crazy shit. I'm in the TSA, dog. This motherfucking bullshit. This some white people shit right here. Do we have to do the franchise with him? Patrick, we're rolling on this. Okay, I refuse. Fine. I refuse. <laughs> Wait, so what's insidious about that? If that's the conjuring, I thought, yeah. What's no, the conjuring is like, it's like X-Files, but it's a married couple. So insidious is what? Let then? me look up insidious to find out what the fuck it is. There's like five of them. Yeah. Uh, I literally, I, I guess insidious mixed up a paranormal activity. Oh, yeah. Remember, man, there were so many of those. It's weird. Those Normally, were dog shit. 
normally I have at least some idea. You know, like Friday the 13th, I'm like, that's a guy with a fucking hockey mask. Yeah. Like that. I have no idea what Insidious is. Also, Paranormal Activity. How would you make all those? What's the, what's the, after the first one, you know. It's like, what is it? Just like CCTV or something of their it's bedroom? found footage. Like, the guys think something suspicious, so he, like, he films his him and his wife. Honey, sleeping. are you having sex with all those bagools? <laughs> no, it must be a ghost. <laughs> Honey, you sound like a gay man. <laughs> well, that says more about you than it does about me. <laughs> the story is Insidious One. Yeah. The story centers on a married couple whose child inexplicably enters a comatose state mm. and becomes a vessel for a demonic entity. So it's an allegory for autism, I see. Yeah, okay. yeah. It must chapter two, then. No, we don't need to. It's fine. Look, you get it. This thing, all those... I, I'm not really a big like horror fan when it comes to like the supernatural or like there's a demon who's possessed your wife's asshole or whatever the fuck you know i just want uh, an angry white man with a knife <laughs> getting justice <laughs> on all those whores who wouldn't suck his dick that's the kind of horror that i like you know <laughs> Just a big white man in a big white mask <laughs> with a big hard phallic knife sticking it in the cunt's belly. Yeah, you like that, bitch? Squelch, squelch, squelch. Yeah, that's... We're not helping the stereotype here. <laughs> you don't have to help out male podcasters. <laughs> who, who are these people that you're around that are talking about male podcasters being bad? I'm like, a, you're right, they're bad. <laughs> They're bad. They talk about squelching women. Yeah. You're like uh, Ian Huntley when he's being interviewed on the news. I don't know where those two little girls have gone. Oh, is she mystery? They're in your bathtub, mate. Do you want to just real quick? I want to talk about... Um, I, I thought I'd get more out of this. And I'm disappointed. So, Kurt Sutter. Uh. Uh, if he used to write for The Shield... Okay. And he created his own show, Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Which is dog shit, by the dog way. Dog yeah. shit. And actually, I went back to watch Proper the pilot. Retarded. And I thought, at least, I thought it was good at the start and got bad. I watched the pilot. It's yeah. bad all the time. It's dude. always bad. Yeah. Charlie Hunnam is possibly the worst actor of all time. Yeah, yeah. He, he's Hello, awful. Katie Se- Seagal. Katie Seagal. She's yeah. a nice piece of ass. She's good, yeah. And she's Kurt an old Sutter, MILF. That's Kurt Sutter's wife, by the way. Respect. So she's in all the shows. Yeah. Right? So... His she's tree- got that old 50-year-old titty meat cleavage, yeah, that kind you, know? Of cle- you know? That kind of like a dead cow titty. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's like road rash titties, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And then Ron Perlman's there. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, shut yeah. my dick. Yeah. Or whatever he says. <laughs> he did I'm a- Hellboy. So he did a- He did Abe Sapien. Uh, so he did a- I don't get what, what is that. What? Explain yourself. <laughs> he's a lizard man. You okay? fucking goober. So he's a. So Kurt Sutter did Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones came on, all right? Uh-huh. And he was like, I can do Game of Thrones, but better. With bikers. So he did. Bikers on dragons. Yeah. <laughs> that would be better, man. Yeah. yeah. He did a show called The Bastard Executioner. It lasted one season on FX. Right. I watched the pilot and I was. I thought at least it'd be stupid. It was very boring. For one thing, it's not fantasy. Okay. It's just set in Wales in like the, the 1850s oh, around like yeah. medieval shit yeah medieval shit but it's like um, also Ed Sheeran's won the cast 
like main cast. Well, he's recurring. Oh my god! Yeah, it's he, Ed Sheeran. He can't act. And a bunch, and like that one. You know the commissioner from Love Hate, the bald commissioner. Oh yeah, it's him. Playing, he can't act. Either. He plays a king with diarrhea. Oh. So like yeah, you know it's like imagine Game of Thrones. This ain't your father's Game of Thrones. Yeah, the king's got diarrhea. There's no sibling rape incest next to the corpse of their child. No, he's got the shits, dude. And also, like uh, Sons of Anarchy, it stars a very handsome, completely vapid, awful uh, main actor mm-hmm. who's like Charlie Hunnam, but like worse. You know, yeah, he's like. He literally has no Wikipedia page. Okay. This guy. He must be some like male model. He's like, um, I gotta find my queen. I love my queen. Uh, I am a sexy prince and uh, I gotta uh, fight uh, people. I know it's we're in Wales, but I'm gonna take my shirt off. He takes his shirt off and he's like, ripped like um the only you only get ripped from like extreme chemicals and like you're doing like very specific workouts yes. like every day of the week like he's got like these weird little he's got like an eight pack yeah all right yeah but he's in whales and like covered in sheep shit <laughs> <laughs> but all the birds are like oh i'd love a bit of that yeah yeah Ooh, and rob bryden's there like oh hello yeah. uh, sir i hear you have a small man in the box <laughs> He can't act at all. So it starts off with a fight sequence. It is the cheapest looking fight sequence. Like it's so cheap. You only see two people at a time. So it looks like it's just people wearing different costumes fighting each other, okay? Like fist fights, fisticuffs. No, it's swords. Oh, swords. It's meant to be a big, you know, like in Game of Thrones, there's a big battles and it's all epic and all that. You know, they're Mm. swinging on mace and all that. Imagine that was like four people in a field. In Wales. And it's, in the, it's bright. Also, the color grading in this. I haven't seen a professional TV show with such bad, like, just lights. Well, actually, real quick. It's set in Wales, but is it very obviously not shot in no, Wales? No, it's shot in Wales. Oh, yeah. it is? Yeah, yeah. He but, learned his lesson from the uh, Belfast episodes yeah, yeah. of Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> where they're clearly in California. <laughs> they're in Miami. Yeah. Like, oh, Belfast. Look at I, I just love it here. The palm trees in Belfast. <laughs> And you know, all the plastic surgeons and everything, you know? And the hype beasts, of course. Who could forget them? So it's like, it's it's bright colour saturation daylight. Mm-hmm. A battle scene with, look, at most, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it looks about like seven people. Okay. And they're trying to shoot it so it looks like it's a big epic like Braveheart thing, all right? Oh, God. And it's not. And yeah. it's like, ooh, I've been stepped, ooh. Like, so it's a bad acting, all that. Mm-hmm. And then like, this... CGI demon comes out and it's like the riddles tree and then like the guy wakes up and he's like oh, I have foreseen dark omens and he's got like this pregnant wife who's like oh you're having your dreams again are you oh come on now you know mm-hmm. get yeah why are you giving me a bit of bit of your meat until then <laughs> <laughs> oh well, nothing makes me happier than being with my queen, you know. Uh, and then um, she at least uh, good looking. No, she's not. Oh, yeah. God. Pure Welsh a and pregnant, and nine months pregnant, right? <laughs> but then, like, um, Catty Siegel shows up as like this kind of like female wizard, okay? Who's like, but like, she's more like a fortune teller, kind of like. I have seen that you... It's a gypsy bitch. Yeah, yeah. I have the seen... The big fat gypsy wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I have seen that you have a, a, a dark future ahead of you. I don't know, boss. Boss, uh, demon following you there, boss. Boss, there's a demon. Demon from the underworld there, boss. Uh, two, two pound. Two pound. I'll, I'll get rid of a fire. <laughs> and I'll then, get rid of it. I'll clean the gutters. I'll do it all. They give um they give the main guy yeah, a bunch that's of right. like <laughs> I'm going after the traveller community. <laughs> oh yeah, the ten dogs unleashed, baby. Punk rock. All dude. the sacred cows. <laughs> you know what? Where's the Muslims at? Come on. <laughs> You've had too good, too long, brother. I'm just sick of the travellers. They control everything. Hollywood, the banks. I'm sick of all those traveller synagogues everywhere. Um, and they give him a bunch of... Co- it's a big setup. I'm trying to stay away from this, all right? They give him a big setup, but they give him a bunch of comedy. It's like one fat guy and one skinny guy who looks like Jay from Inbetweeners. Okay. Like, they're like, okay, you got to go on a mission. They're like, I will go on a mission, yeah. And the fat guy's like, where's my... I want my chicken. Where's my chicken? Oh, I want some pudding. Where's <laughs> my pud, pud? Yeah. And then it ends with... um. His pregnant wife gets stabbed by a mysterious stranger, and they okay. kill her and the baby. All right. And then the guy finds out, someone's killed my wife. The end, question mark? <laughs> or the beginning, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. And I could not watch anymore. I was just so bored. It's, here's the thing. That's like the first hour-long episode. So much of them just talking in this kind of full, like... Perhaps thou wishes to journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thou does not wish. Yeah. Perhaps you could... Uh, you Chop, chop, boy, and I have diarrhea. Do you see any tits? Nope. Oh, God. Yeah. No well. tits. Fuckus to you. I think they say fuck once or twice. You right. know, it's like, ah, fuckus to you, you shit, uh, shittest boy. You mm. know, it's like, yeah, it's just nonsense. You know, right, right. I did not like it at all. Yeah, it's like a retard from America trying to write ye old English. Because it is that, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to take off my shirt because okay. I'm, I'm getting so hot from the bastard executioner. Yeah, there. yeah. But we're going to talk about Charlie Wilson's war next. At yes. least that tits in it. I'll, I'll talk then. Will I keep Yeah, you talking? talk for a second. You right. read that, please. All right, okay. He's taking his shirt off, folks. Oh, yeah. Sexy and spicy. Oh, God. I yeah. Got, I got very, very hot from the whiskey. It's actually, yeah, it's warmer than you'd think, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we're talking, you know, you're being racist there, and that gets me so hot and bothered. because hey, I'm spitting fire, dog. <laughs> yeah. So... We watched. I watched. Well, I watched Charlie Wilson's War, and I bullied you into watching it. Yeah, you made me watch and it. And the reason I, it's like, can't I just suck your dick again? It's like, no, that's gay. And the reason I watched it is there's a podcast called Blowback. Oh. And Blowback, it's a podcast where every season they talk about the concept of blowback. So the first one's about the Iraq War. Right. All right. And then the second one's about Cuba, uh, and then the next one's about uh, South Korea. That oh. war. And the next one's about the Mujahideen. Mujahideen. Yeah, they're, kind yes. of, they're like the Afghanistani IRA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're talking about that. They went on Chapel Trap House to promote their podcast. The Mujahideen did. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, the Chapel gets all the big names. You know? <laughs> we like a Virgil, Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. So then um, uh, they mentioned Charlie Wilson's War. And they mentioned like Charlie Wilson's War and Rambo Tree are both about the Mujahideen. And they're both very historically inaccurate, but they're kind of entertaining at least. Okay. So I watched Charlie Wilson's War. And Rambo Tree. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Am I autistic <laughs> or just plain cool? <laughs> Am I autistic or just have a really big dick? <laughs> autistic. Yeah. So Charlie Wilson's war is about Charlie Wilson. Mm-hmm. Right? And in the movie, he's a bit of a tomcat. 
playboy kind of guy, Texas senator. He gets pussy, dude. A lot of jokes about how he gets so much pussy. Yeah. That's basically it. He's just slinging Did you dick. like how he called, he had all the girls in his office, he called them jailbait? Well, he only called one of them jailbait, Brian. Oh, that's okay then. Come yeah. on, now be respectful. There's only one jailbait. Jailbait, get in here and bring Contol with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, he finds out about the, the plight of the Afghanistani people. And in the movie... It's him and Julia Roberts. Yes. And they're they they're so moved by the plight of the Afghanistani people, like, we have to help. Tom Hanks plays Charlie Wilson. Yes, yes, yes. Now, so yeah, it's it's kind of co- coming towards the end of the Cold War. Obviously, the America and Russia, the Soviets, communism, all that goofy stuff. But uh, Afghanistan and kind of like, the, you know, that country in particular... Uh, they're really getting like slaughtered by the Russian forces because mm. they're just a bunch of sheep farmers with fuck all. Yeah, they have no resources or artillery. So they're easy, they're easy picking for the Russians. As the Russians think anyway. Yeah, and the Russians are just mowing them down with Apache helicopters. You know, mm. and uh, it's probably a good laugh. I would yeah, say. Yeah. Like I'm not sure. you, you just like. Flying through the air, murdering children. You're doing the Airwolf theme song. Look at him. His little goofball head exploded all over his mother's tits. Hilarious. So then, like, Julia Roberts is, like, this rich woman in Texas. And she's, like, this kind of rich woman who likes to help. At least pretend to help out, you know. She's like, we need to help the Afghanistans. And they go over there and they see, like, a lot of fucked up children. Yes. Really fucked up. In the movie, they're all armless and shit. What's interesting to me is, okay, so, like, you know, spoilers or whatever. The army, you know, eventually Charlie Wilson convinces, like, Congress to, like, just keep funding money to the Mujahideen yeah. so they can defeat the Soviets. It goes from like five million to like a billion, yes. basically, over the course of some many number of years. But a secret it, war. What's interesting is, as we all know now, then the Mujahideen kind of morphed into the Taliban and they carried out 9-11 and they were funded by the CIA. Yeah. But So it's interesting that they would show this scene in particular because, as you said, it's very harrowing. It's very, like, you know, heart-wrenching. You're seeing children with limbs blown off, and it's very much like a... I mean, that's real, though. That's yeah, I know yeah. it is real, but it's just interesting. It's like, see, we did fund them, and we're pretty much... It's our fault 9-11 happened, but look, little goofball has no arms. Yeah. Come on, have a heart. Yeah. It's kind of like they're trying to be like... Oh, I know. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They're trying to be like, yeah, we fucked up by letting 9 11 happen and giving them the money to do it, but hey, we're not bad guys. Well, here's the thing this is directed by Mike Nichols. Yes. All right. Uh, and I think it got changed a lot. The finished product is not what the movies intended to be when they wrote the script. Yeah. So, one of the big things, one of the big sticking points is it was going to end with footage of 9 11. Yes. And Tom Hanks and everyone else was like, no, it's a Christmas movie. It's going to be released on Christmas. We want to make money here. Yeah. We don't want to end it on a downer like that. We'll end it on like a kind of a... So it ends at more of like a, you know, a hint of what's to come. It's ambiguous. Well, yeah, it's like hinting at it, but it doesn't explicitly say. Yeah, so they kind of say like, look, we've given all these guys in Afghanistan a load of weapons. Yeah. And there's like, um, you know... A lot, a lot, there's already people kind of radicalizing them right there, and and that's the thing. Like once, we should fund schools and hospitals, yes. help them. But the guys higher up, like 
We're not going to fucking waste money on that. There's no profit in making a hospital for what? A bunch of fucking little Iraqis. Who cares, yeah, you know? Exactly. And then because that Afghanistan becomes radicalized and the Taliban rise from that and later ISIS and all that. Yes. And But then it kind of ends with like, and then we fucked up the end game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Tom Hanks and Philip Seymour Hoffman being like, but what if something bad were to happen? Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman, he's there, you know, he's kind of saying to Tom Hanks or Charlie Wilson's like, look, you know, this things will go bad if we don't do something. And they're standing on the top of like a building, like they're out in the balcony, so they're high up. And I don't know if you noticed, you do hear an airplane. Yeah. So, you know, it's very much, you know, the foreshadowing. But it's, it's subtle, you know. It's subtle, but you you mean, look, yeah. the cool kids like us know. Yeah. Oh, that's about, oh, the blood, oh, into the towers, mm. that mm. shit. So also a big thing. I reckon. A big thing. Like my penis. A big thing. A big thing is in the movie, they betray um, the characters like Charlie Wilson and like Julie Roberts' character as like, ultimately like sincerely wanting to help yes and then they kind of mess it up and it's like the more it's the more the higher ups fault like yeah, yeah. but in real life they were more kind of like ah fucking this would be a good way to basically launder some money you know yes. it's like, hey look hey we can sell some more product this way you know it's like hey we can make more fucking money off these shepherds you know give them like iron man technology we all make some money if we happen to help out some of those you say goofballs with no arms mm-hmm. hey it's a plus you know but it's more about defeating communism yeah and here's the thing though from an american point of view it basically worked yes so this became like the soviets in uh, Afghanistan, this became their Vietnam. Where yeah. It became like this kind of like, this thing that they lost a lot of money and ultimately like lost the war. It felt fucked up morale. And also it kind of caused, one of the big factors that caused the collapse of the Soviet Union. Yes. Because they spent so much money yeah. funding this. This was very much like the death nail. Like this is, you know, they were defeated after this. Yeah. And, you know, initially America were kind of like covertly funding the Mujahideen. Yeah, yeah. But then towards the end, they were brazen well, about it. it. They were like, like, hey, fuck it. Well, it was undercover. It was Cold War and all yeah, that. Pretty yeah, obviously yeah. Cold War. But then uh, there was the Reagan document, a doctrine. And Reagan was full on like, we are going to support anyone that fights communism. Yeah. There's no fucking about it. Yeah. Uh, so that's when... I just want to say the Mujahideen have the biggest penises I've ever seen. <laughs> and that led to, like, you know, Nicaragua and all that kind of stuff right there, where it's like, they're flat out like, we are giving these people weapons. Yes. We're giving bad people weapons to fight the Soviets. And the, we don't care who gets the it. The badder people. Yeah, yeah. yeah and then, yeah, like, yeah. you know, you have things in Nicaragua where they're giving, like, the Contras weapons. And I've told you before, the Contras used to do a fun thing where they'd throw a baby up in the air yeah. and try and catch it with their bayonets. Yeah. Like, that's... And they were like, we'd rather have that than communism, you know? <laughs> Yeah, where they wear those big furry hats. <laughs> I don't like those hats. They're silly. They're silly looking. We gotta fight the hats. <laughs> so they throw the Contras will throw a baby up in the air and catch it with a bayonet. Yeah. Yes, that's horrific, but one must admire the skillful hand-eye coordination. It should be in the Olympics. <laughs> the Special Olympics, at least. You know, let's get rid of a few of them. You know, hey, hey, uh, but point, my point is... Two so, birds, one stone. From you know? America's point of view, it's like, okay, so we made a load of money. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oopsie-daisy. We collapsed Soviet Union. And then guess what? We create an enemy that meant we had to go to more war. Mm-hmm. And, oh, 
Oh, that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. sorry, Charlie Wilson. Like, yeah. It all worked the plan. It's yes. all going well. And now, like, you could make parallels between now and Ukraine, for 100%, example. 100%. 100%. And, like, let's be honest here. The American government and, to a lesser extent, NATO, they do not want peace. They're actively fucking up any kind of peace and agreement, uh, agreement. They don't care about the Ukrainian people. It's about getting loads of money and loads of weapons and making that wonga, you know. It's all about serious wonga right there. And making that dollar dollar bills, yo. Precisely, precisely. Yeah, yeah. And that's all. By the way, can I ask, what were you doing there? That, well, that was interesting. I, I got my, I, my hand got stuck on my pants. <laughs> there was a little... See, you can see from my pants here, yeah. the material is sort of uh, yeah. peeling away because they're very cheap pants. So I was kind of twiddling with the loose material, but then my thumb got caught in it. And I was like, oh, no, my hands are stuck in my yeah. pantaloons. <laughs> Here's the thing. And, uh, I was talking there and I was going like, I hate myself. I was like, don't like, man, the government just care about making money, dude. I was going all Bill Hicks. I was like, oh, I'm too serious here. Who yeah. gives a fuck? I just see you jerking off. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah, I was loving it, man, you know? But I am, I am correct, though. Like, yes. they own all that. They don't want peace. No, no. That's, yeah, that's I it. mean, again, like, the whole, like, war is big business, and it's just a great excuse to funnel money. And, like, like all the, you know... All the destruction that has happened in Ukraine, like all the companies like BlackRock and Halliburton, yeah. they're all getting contracts to build back up the infrastructure. Was, it is a fucking excuse to print money. I was, watch, I was watching a thing recently where it's like this company, I think in like Scranton where the office is set. You yes. Know? And they make like a little part, I think like let's say like the top of a missile or something like that. Mm. They make a little part of a missile anyway. And they're like, this is so great, this small town. You know, it was like, you know, it was like eight, you know, fucking eight mile, and now everything's prosperous. We love this war. Thank you, Mr. Putin, for starting <laughs> this war. We're having a great time. We're in the money. We're in the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to buy heroin anymore. I can afford Oxycontin. <laughs> Thank you, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, it's all like it's it's all good in the hood, dude. Apart from all those Ukrainians who are dying and miserable and all that. Uh, but even that, like the Nazis, <laughs> the neo Nazis who like to burn gays. I meant to feel bad for them, because I do. They're heroes, Brian. They're goddamn heroes, fighting the good fight. An injustice. Also, how indignant for the Ukrainians. Like, it's all going to shit. And every now and again, some celebrity shows up and like, I feel so bad mm. here. Well, see ya. You know? Yeah. Every now David Letterman shows up and he's like, wow, I really respect you guys. Yeah. You know? What you guys are going through is kind of like what I went through with Jay Leno. You know? Just mm. absolute bullshit. <laughs> You've been absolutely conined with this situation right here. Yeah, see these videos that do the rounds now of me... <laughs> being creepy by saying Lindsay Lohan's got nice tits. Yeah. It was 2005. It was all fine back then. And she does have nice tits. How am I the bad guy here? But another thing about Charlie Wilson's war, okay, is so mm. the original script, I believe, like, Charlie Wilson, in the movie, he's a bit of a Tomcat playboy lovable role. Yeah. In real life, he was literally like, he was doing coke non-stop. He was yeah. probably hitting women. And he was getting in... He got in a hit and run. And he was like, I can't help. I gotta go help Afghanistanis. And like, there's some crippled guy being like, ow, yeah. help. Like, hey, fuck off. I gotta go... I gotta go meet Jailbait. Yeah. <laughs> 
I gotta give the Mujahideen some coke or something. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, yeah. So they, but they never in the movie, the final version, because it's Tom Hanks playing them. Yeah. Obviously, you're never gonna see Tom Hanks doing a line of coke mm. in a movie because that would be very bad for his brand. I didn't. It, he was not suited for this role because. No. He's the squeaky clean guy in real life or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, but the character is meant to be like real sleazy. It starts off him in a Vegas hotel room in a hot tub with strippers. People are doing coke. Yeah. But he never does. Nope, he nope. never does coke on yeah. camera, yeah. even though the real in, life in guy. In real life, he was the biggest, most obvious coke addict yeah. around. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And like he said, I did like one part of the film. Where he's like, I'm from Texas. They don't really want this one. Keep their guns and, mm. you know stop abortions that's it so it's pretty easy going i just walk around and be like hey abortion bad they all yeah. cheer me i get away with anything doesn't really i can do coke i can bang strippers doesn't really matter at all even like another thing so julia roberts is the kind of love interest or whatever yeah, yeah. but like you know we never see them fuck or even kiss really yeah it's, it's like pre yeah, post like, fuck you know hey let's go upstairs and then afterwards like he's in a bathtub she's doing her makeup and yeah. he's like Boy, that was some good sex yeah. we just had. I like seeing you naked. Yeah, you know, like, let yeah. me see them titties, like, could girl. Could you imagine, like, it's such a sanitized version. Can you imagine if this was, like, a kind of Paul Thomas Anderson, like, proper, like, balls to the wall. Yes. Like, and, like, I would love it if they actually proper were, like, showed them, like, the CIA and all that as, like, scum yeah you know as like you know as they are you know and they're like hey we can also get fucking poppies and make heroin out of this shit like mm-hmm. they had like proper balls to the walls boogie nights and like john c Riley or someone playing the character hell like, yeah yeah dude. yeah and like they really well, we went did have philip seymour hoffman yeah like hoffman but even though it just feels so clean and sanitized yeah it has a real west wing vibe yes the, the west wing like did have like it's so it's a little bit too idealistic and saccharine. It's yeah, like yeah. we gotta help these poor people. Like I always think about the West Wing. They have one episode where they have a William Fitchner oh, yeah. playing like a Republican Supreme Court justice, and he's like, you know, yes, I'm pro life, but I just respect the law so much. I don't let that get away in my, you know. He's like he's like very noble. Like he's Republican, and he's mm. like, you know pro-gun and all that but he just respects he's like very noble and he's like educated he's like he also speaks like fucking 12 languages and he's like I love to do Latin crosswords in my spare time Mm. and in real life it's like Brett Kavanaugh, you know, it's yeah. like, who's like drinking beers and raping women with booger and, you know <laughs> stinky Pete, you know uh, it's like that's the reality and yeah. they have like this kind of very kind of like noble like and they play that kind of the West Wings all they play like just like yeah burr, burr, burr. it's like you know what? We might disagree, but we're in the greatest country in the world. Mm. And I look at the White House every day, and I, I, and I shit myself because I love my country so. Like this, yeah. yeah, it's like, and it's a bit like Charlie Wilson's War is a little bit like that as yes, well. Where it's like very much so. Yeah, there even was like a very, uh, you know, West Wing Aaron Sorkin walk and talk scene yeah, in the park, yeah. like with Tom Hanks and Philip Seymour Hoffman. To me, those were the best scenes just when those two were together going back and forth. Yeah, Hoffman's like, great and everything. Hoffman yeah. is fantastic. Tom Hanks is good as well. I just think he was miscast here. He's just too Jimmy Stewart. He's yeah. too Mr. America. Kevin Spacey would have been so much better in hmm. this role, you know? There's a number I could list out fucking 20 actors. Like, he yeah. didn't like fucking Richard Gere or anyone. Like, Richard Gere would be good for more... Richard Gere's good playing a scumbag, you know? Yes. Like, yeah, a he, sexy slime ball that need, all the pussy love. be more... It, you know what he's doing like 
Kind of like, well, gee, you know, we could help the Mahajardine kill mm. two birds at one stone, you hey, know? Hey, I was in a Vegas hot tub, but I didn't do any of hey, the cocaine. You girls are naked, and what's that you're sniffing? <laughs> oh, gee whiz. Uh, hello, it's me, uh, Charlie Wilson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what's that, cocaine? No, thank you. I'll yeah. have some scotch and soda. I do want to read the book, though. Apparently the book is actually real. Yeah. The book's actually real shit, and it's like, goes into all the coke and all that. Yeah. Apparently they said, like, the one stage, like, you're going to quit cocaine? He's like, Charlie Wilson's like, hey, I, I quit cocaine five times. <laughs> you know, like, fun things like yeah. that, you know? It's like, you control that in, in like... Uh, I don't like cocaine, I just uh, like the way it smells. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. Booyaka sha is my man man Charlie Wilson hunting, getting up with that mujahideen. Oh, fuck, we're at an hour. Yeah. Jesus, that went by very fast right there. Yeah. yeah. It went pretty good. You're pretty, uh, you went off on the travelers there, but then I you, go off on you, them. you made up for it by making fun of uh, disabled children, you know? <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing it. Just doing what I do, baby. You know, I keep saying, you know, I always tease you, I'm like, I'll get you Chinese food. Yeah. You want Chinese food? Well, are you getting it this time? It depends how I feel. Okay. You know? I will get it. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll have some Chinese. I'm, I'm partial to Chinese food there. All right. It is my little treat. Uh, you notice, by the way, didn't drink a monster. Oh, but you did drink whiskey and coffee. Oh, you're right, yeah. And I, ate a cookie. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. I'm eating Chinese food. You know what? I probably won't eat Chinese food. <laughs> you just ring up the Chinese. Can you bring me some cans of monster, please? Yeah. Probably would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um... Actually, it would be an asshole now if I didn't get Chinese food. You don't food. have to. Really, you don't. I yeah. think I might just not get it. Because okay. I'm trying... I'm, I've gone a little bit self-conscious about my uh, my um, my health. Okay. I just... Um, Why? Uh, no, I did... you're a fat pig and disgusting to look at. Well, yeah. I didn't think that before. Oh, no, you shouldn't. I mean... No, it's just that, like... You've got to love yourself, I just went Brian. a bit hard... For last week, I'm a bit hard, and I kind of I went for a run, and I was like, I feel a bit like you know, oh my heart's going a bit hard there, you know. Mm. And I, I I went for a run, and had a yogurt, and I I was like, I felt sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> are you uh, are you a bit of a Charlie Wilson? Are you? I was Charlie Wilsoning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was funding the Mohajimadeen, you know, <laughs> the Mohajim Charlie Sheen, or whatever called you. Yeah. Uh. By the way, I watched Rambo Tree. Didn't even get the Rambo Tree. Oh, by the hey, way. next week, dude. Next, next week, week, do Rambo Tree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll watch all the Rambos. See how you like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I need now. Yeah. You come in, I'm like. Oh my god, why? You've won up to me. <laughs> I try to get Chinese food, they spit on me, man! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll end it there, guys. Hey. Next week we'll do Rambo Tree and some other shit right yeah, there. Man. Yeah, man. I like this. I like it when we get a bit political, you know? Yeah, it's good. I mean, for a long time there we were just kind of doing movies. And yes, this was a movie episode as well, but we talked about other stuff. What was supposed to talk about? What? My life? Yeah, exactly. No, rip my life into pieces. <laughs> Cut my jeans into pieces. These are my brand new jorts. This is Charlie Wilson's war. <laughs> Suffocation. There's <laughs> <laughs> like song parodies, dude. Yeah, Actually, yeah. wait, before we go, I want to say one thing, okay? So I did mention the Patreon that I read um, R.E. Lang's book, all right? Yes. And it's an interesting book about heroin addiction and all that, but there's one bit I was like, Oh, that, those are the good old days, you know, where they're talking about, like, I was doing a sold-out show in Carnegie Hall, and I had a great idea for a closer, a song parody. It's Cheers, 
but we called it Queers. Okay. Uh, well, I want to go where everyone knows you're gay. And we sang it, and everyone was laughing and cheering. Yeah. And it was the best. None of those PC pussies around saying, oh, that's not that funny. Yeah. And I showed them all Queers to the cheers. It was awesome. <laughs> then I went home and did heroin and cried. Yeah. I watched Frasier and called him a fag. Because I'm a New York guy. Yeah, I'm a comic, you know. When you're a comic. Yeah, I'm a comic. I'm you homophobic. Know you're a comic. You're, I'm homophobic. You call up Kelsey Grammer and call him a homo. Yeah. Your sister's dead. To be honest, Kelsey Grammer probably does more coke yeah. than Kelsey fucking Grammer's Artie like, pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Kelsey Grammer held it together. Yeah, like, a yeah. professional. He was like, you want me to do Sideshow Bob? Of course, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Hey. Let's end it there. I'm so hot, by the way. Okay. I'm actually roasting right now. It's warm. It's warm. I'm going to piss myself. Okay. Bye. Goodbye.